Ladies and gentlemen. Space. How many mics do we Government. The other day. Kanye crazy. Going Kanye crazy. I had to run from you. We got to get it together. Rapper's still at heart. And no one's from the old school. Cause rapper's still a brand new tool. I say Welcome no. ladies and gentlemen. Once again, you have entered the same old new school weekly radio program on Vocalo Radio. I'm one of your hosts, Idris Goodwin. I'm the other host, Kevin Coble. Thanks for tuning in. Kevin Coble, how you feel today? Good, man. It is uh, snowing a ton in Chicago. Winter is, you know, very much in the building. We thought we were going to get away with some sort of slight winter. Maybe we still will, but it doesn't don't feel like that now. But, you know. Hey, listen, you all are the people that originated the use of the word cold to describe positive <laughs> things. That's right. That's right. Yeah, like, no, oh, that's cold, Joe. That's, I'm like, wow. That's that, that, that much snow that and freezing that you're like, even good things you describe as being freezing. Yeah. How um, are you? I'm well, man. I'm well. You know, it is it is chilly in Colorado as well, though we get some sun, which gives it some relief. And so uh, my heart goes out to you. If I can send any sun your way, I certainly will make that effort. Hey, you know, yeah, I appreciate that, man. Just, you know, your presence in suns is the, is the shine that uh, I need. Yo, sun do shine, sun do shine. Well, yo, we got a lot of get into, a lot of gifts this week. A lot of music starting to come out 2021. It's kind of letting it be known that it's got some offerings as well. And so first and foremost, man, speaking of Chicago, interesting video and single from this artist, Little Dirk, Little Dirk, called Kanye Crazy. Yeah, and of course, this is off Dirk's, you know, The Voice, the deluxe album, right? He put out an album in 2020, and then this is the deluxe version, which has a bunch more collabs with a ton of different people, including, you know, the Fall and Rest in Power. King Von is on, is on this record. But this video that he has is really kind of the standout track in some ways. I should say a shout out to Cole Bennett, who directed the video on Lyrical Lemonade, and really appreciate, you know, the platform that he's built with so many different artists, you know, many from Chicago, but many around the planet and, and kind of artists who, you know, were considered maybe initially like SoundCloud rappers who didn't have access to like major budgets and Cole would do videos for them for the low and built their own lane, built their own space. And, and Dirk, of course, comes from, you know, what was considered like the Chicago drill scene, mm -hmm. but now has become just like a bona fide hit maker in his own right, because a lot of the joints that he's hopped on, um, and including this year, you know, he had a very big song with, with Drake, who kind of you know, Drake does what Drake does, which like if, if somebody's like bubbling at all, Drake yeah. would like swoop oh, yeah. in and be like, yo, why don't we, why don't yeah. we collab right Drake quick? on line two. Yeah, yeah Drake on line two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, which look, you know, salutes to him for, for oh, staying, staying up and relevant. But, but this video, Kanye crazy, which is a problematic term, um, obviously, uh, you know, charts, Kanye's and shows us like the visual notes from his career, like these major moments in Kanye's like visual history. Um, and it is a hilarious, hilarious uh, video. Yeah. I mean, I thought the recreations were pretty spot on such that I was just like, was Lil Durk actually just in these videos originally? <laughs> um, but you know what it really reminded me of just conceptually is a video that we talked about months back which was um, the Joyner Lucas joint where he he sort of put himself in all these different Will Smith 
roles. I'm feeling like Will. I think I'm a prince. I'm feeling myself. I'm loaded with bills. Cause I wasn't blessed with no Uncle Phil. Don't know how it feels. I wanted to flex. They told me to chill. And, and that's what it got me thinking about is, you know, the passing of the torches, the generational influence, you know, and sort of all of these iconic moments that younger generations are witness to and then they sort of weave themselves into those those histories but i think the difference is that the will smith one was in, was such a tribute whereas this one it is it is kind of complex just in the the thought of it is like basically kind of I, I couldn't tell if it was a tribute. See, that's or if why it was I, I like feel a, like it is a tribute because they they, they take okay. such care in in going through so many, like even to the the font and the text that they use at the end to roll the credits of the video. You know, they're referencing the Life of Pablo record. They're referencing even like the the Yay record where he was like in you know Wyoming or wherever he was you know recording from. So I, I thought that it was homage. You know, like you would have to kind of. I mean, certainly like the phrase is. That's speaking, what I mean. I'm talking yeah. about. The yeah, yeah, not the execution of the video. Like, yeah, of course, the, that there was a lot of care and love that went into that. And and I think Dirk's like clearly a fan, right? Obviously, and a product, and a product. And I think he like stands in a tradition of like Dirk's friend is you know auto tune. I'm popping the seal and Barney. I'm signing the deal with Sharp. I want the sleeve smoking on the backwood and I'm burning the carpet. I grew up in vacant apartments. They're pressing up in the way that Kanye also like brought it further into hip hop spaces. I'm not loving you way I wanted to. What I had to do, had to run from you. I'm in love with you. But you know, and, and used it as a production of tool and Dirk like delights in sing rapping with that uh, tool. So I don't know. I mean, I, I think that obviously the phrase is what the phrase is. I mean, in, yeah, in some ways, it's like it's like he's kind of adding, you know, it's like part of the just like the popular lexicon that he's like contributing to. But I do think that Dirk's career and then the influence is like unmistakable. And I think that this is a way to kind of, you know, in some ways, like probably represent some of that too. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess I just, I, it feels so soon. It's interesting, right? Because... It's evoking some of his, like, yeah, I guess like his more recent, more sort of outlandish output, but it does sort of avoid more of the non-music video related thing. Like, you know, Kanye is, you know, the difference for me with the Joanna Lucas Will Smith thing is that that a lot of what he was sort of nodding to was at least 10 years out. Like, you know what I mean? There was a, it was a lot of things in the past and nostalgia you know, Kanye still continues to sort of be very much in this moment, you know? Yeah, and, we're still in the era. And I guess for me, what was a little confused, not confusing, but just a question I had was, is this, it just it felt like something was left out to me. Like, I, I, it felt a little like there's more to this sort of Kanye mythos, you know, persona, legacy that is more complicated than just like, yeah, this guy is like wild or quote unquote crazy. I don't know. It just, it felt a little incomplete to me. It felt a little shallow, 
You well, know, I mean, respectfully, yeah. like I said, it was it was well done, but I just was like, I don't know, I, I felt like there was a piece missing to it or something like that, which I don't know, maybe is unfair, but um, well, and no, I, I think yeah. that it, it doesn't have anything to do with Kanye, really, right? It's because like, the song is really about him feeling, you know, wild, him feeling unstable, him feeling the pressure of stardom of. You know, he, he talks about, you know, kind of the pressures of the, the the industry in some ways. And so I think that he there's like an empathetic note to this where the the phrase is used as a way to kind of, you know, see himself in the plight of someone who has gone before him, who's like a generation or two older than him, who's helped paved the way. But it really has nothing to do with Kanye. Right. It's not like a biography of Kanye's, you know, uh, mental well, but, but health. See, but not OK. But I think I think lyrically, yes. But the video, no. That's what I'm saying. Sure. There's yeah. a, to me, the video is doing something that the, I don't think the song intends to do. And again, yeah. I'm not I'm not trying to review it or anything. That was just my impression of it, you know, as hearing the song for the first time. And that was just my feeling on it is that I was like. You know, because again, going back to the Jonah Lucas joint, which is just the only other example I could think of, you know, that song lyrically is about Will Smith, but not Will Smith. It's about yeah. like legacy Will Smith and is the inspiration. Yeah, but but also as like a father figure, right? Yeah. As well. And like he's talking about his own son. And yeah, it was interesting. I'm gonna give it another watch. I mean, I I feel like I need to like check it out again. I think maybe I was so focused on the recreations. But I guess the question it begs is like when one does that, because I think we're going to see more videos like this. I think we're going to begin to see more of these kind of, because we're so far out and we've got so much history to draw on with hip hop and music videos and internet and all that, like so much is being documented. I think we're going to begin to see more of this kind of thing of like, okay, now I'm, you know, Lady Gaga or now I'm Prince or now I'm, you know, walking in the shoes of the veneer or in the aesthetic of this other person. And uh, I just wonder about that as a conceit. Like, what does that do to the defining of your own persona? Where does it stop being tribute? Where does it become parody? And yeah. then... Well, and it is... Par yeah. The video is parody, right? The video right. is funny. The video is satirical. And it has very little, if anything, to do with the song, which the song is sad actually the sad, the yeah. song is a lament the song yeah. is a reckoning about one's mental health and state but not not kanye's i mean his own yeah. you know dirk right. is wrestling with you know with the trappings of of stardom and and everything that that it brings but it in some ways like they don't have anything to do with one another the video mm. and the song the video is a way an ingenious way and a funny way to promote this record yeah, no, it's definitely eye-catching, and it draws on very, like, very recent nostalgia, because it doesn't go into college dropout days. It's very much from a sort of newer iteration, like a more recent sort of, right, like... My beautiful Dark Twisted yeah, exactly. Fantasy kicks it exactly. off. And, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, interesting. Yeah. It'll be interesting, man, to see to see what happens next, but definitely um, an unforgettable uh, offering from this artist. So, uh, yeah, shout out Cole Bennett and Lil Dirk. You're listening to the same old New School I am Idris Goodwin. And I'm Kevin Koval. Yeah, as we said before, uh, a lot of a lot of new things dropping, lot, lots coming out. And I'm really excited, actually, to talk about these next two joints because I have a theory that these two artists are, you know, this is just what I'm imagining. I don't know either of these people, and I have no industry plugs whispering in my ear. But uh, I feel like Mad Lib and Alchemist are in a musical 
back and forth right now. They're playing a game of sort of musical tennis right now because they're both dropping albums that are very conceptual, very, you know, straight up instrumental albums. So we got an album from Mad Lib collaborating with Fortet on Sound Ancestors and Born and Raised by Alchemist, Grammy nominated, recently Grammy nominated Alchemist. Kevin Cole, did you check out these records? Yeah, no, of course. And um, yeah, I mean, they, it's it's funny because you're right. I mean, obviously how how aware and in tune they are with one another. And I don't know if I get the sense that it's a competition. It's just because they're both, they are both, you know, in a similar space and in some ways like in a similar space sonically. These are very different records. These are very different records, but their technique, I think their love of the sample of finding, you know, oddities of just picking up records that, you know, probably have never really been used or flipping a record in a way that it's certainly never been used. You know, they're both at the top of their form. And both these records, I would say, are in some ways they're at the right time as well. I mean, they feel like wintery records. Mm -hmm. uh, they mm -hmm. feel like you want to hibernate. They mm -hmm. feel like you want to like put them on and do some work as well, which is nice. I mean, they they require listening because like, there's a depth, oh, yeah, particularly, you know, Mad Lib's record, which I want to talk about specifically, I think is like from the title, but it's just evoking very autobiographical, it seems, both in terms of where he's coming from, where he's been, and also where he's looking. So I like the notion that a biography, that an autobiography of sound is is both a excavation of one's past and a peek into the future, you know? And I, I feel like you're getting that on the Madlib record. Um, but both these, I think, come at, at a really right time. Uh, that's a really interesting way to think about it, Kev. I hadn't thought of that because it, it really took me a little off guard because I'm so used to sort of the busyness and the sort of jauntiness of Mad Lib beats typically. You know, they're, they're really kind of like frenetic in a good way. And I mean this positively. But him and Dilla kind of are of that school of just like chopping it like relentlessly and being really present. They chop like drummers like you know what i mean like on the ones and threes and jumping around and this was um this was a much more sort of smoothed out and a bit more finessed i mean there were definitely and i don't mean that to take anything away from it either like it was very masterful very masterful but um i think with his last record uh with cream riggins part of my french you know that album was was really bugged out you know and so this is now a much more sort of like quote unquote easier listening experience and that that really surprised me but yeah thinking about it as a musical journey that kind of makes a lot of sense conceptually you know he has the record for dilla on here the two for two we got to get it together now before it's too late what are we waiting for yeah, i mean you're right i mean obviously you know mad lib and dilla worked together a ton the j-lib collaborations the champion the sound Historic. records and you know i mean dilla i mean i should say I'm, I'm sorry you know you know god bless the dead mad lib also stopped rhyming after dilla passed oh I, know, I, I, I didn't know that he got known for his beats but when he started rhyming under the moniker the kind of quasimodo quasimodo hey yo we head to a party to go see what's happening smoking a lot in the car turn on some rapping start the freestyle we be up on our way finish up the blunt Right. And that kind of like high pitched, uh, you know, like futuristic sound and rap. Yeah, he stopped. And, and you could tell, I feel like, you know, since that time, how deep he's gone into 
into Sonics. I mean, he was already yeah. he was already amazing then. I think he had certainly already like dug into the Blue Note archive, um, which I love that record. I think we've talked about that before mm-hmm. when when you know he remixed the Blue Note archive. But yeah, this this record feels like in a Dilla tradition where a lot of these tracks are around the time signature of what what came out on donuts you know what i mean they're around the two minute mark and a little over a little under but it also feels like a a full it it feels like a record that maybe was made over time but i think like he sent all these tracks to his homie fortet in london and then he mixed and mastered them and kind of probably edited them in some ways because i think he probably sent him a ton of work and it feels like madlib if i play the role of like storyteller and just f- fiction for a moment it's like you know you could just tell like how deep he was into his own stacks and and time maybe he had on his hands due to covid in shelter what have you and he's just he's making you know he's just he, he's using the things around him and 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 this is this record is is one of the reasons why i love the DJ, you know, why I love the DJ as producer, you know, why it makes me, I just recently finished the, um, the Grandmaster Flash autobiography, the adventures of Grandmaster Flash. And, you know, just the love of the record, the love of the sound, the love of the drum and, and a remind, you know, just that kind of pastiche that, that DJs and producers are so inventive and ingenious in making. You hear this as a diasporic pastiche, you know, it's, it's like so much, of of the history of sound and again just like but it's absolutely futuristic yeah big facts man no it's an it's a true gift you know mad lip stays blessing us and uh i definitely and thinking about this album in relation to the, to the alchemist joint i mean alchemist is such a similar type of producer and they're they're sort of cut from similar cloths in terms of just the depth and breadth of their digging and you know the respect that they get from from MCs, but I can't help but think that Mad Lib's Mad Lib does two albums with Gibbs, Alchemist does one album with Gibbs, and it gets the Grammy now, and then and then they drop at the same time. I'm not trying to invent like a Nas Jay Z. Are, are you not? Are you not? How do you? How do? You, well, first I just, of all, how do? You, huh? But you feel the 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 Alchemist Gibbs Alfredo record is deserved of the Grammy nod. I don't know that I like it. Here's the thing. Here's where I'm torn. A, I think Pinata is criminally underrated. I think Pinata yeah. is fantastic. Never finished college like my brother or my sister. I was in the crib band on the Kush Cloud, getting zoned out. Eyes red. Mama and my daddy said my mind dead. They said I never had a clue. Said the bills passed through. I think Bandana is an incredibly solid follow up to that too. Grind pace, chopping up the change, but cocaine in my microwave. Made it through my whole month with my lights out. I seen brighter day. Once the shit in me, how boy you live and you die by. But they invented that mold. That's what I'm saying is that I think. Alchemist built on that legacy for sure. I don't know that that album's better than those two albums. It's really good. It's re- it's up there, but I don't know if it's better. Anyway, that that's not the argument. I just I just think that they that the fact that they both drop on the same day and the fact that you know they're the two guys like they're the two like to me like they're the two that like MCs rappers respect. They but they drop like instrumental albums then they drop projects with people like their work ethic. They have a similar work ethic. They have a similar unpredictability. Like it's just they're so unpredictable. They're the people I put on when I just need some music on to like do yeah. this or that or yeah. whatever. And um, just the crates and and I think it's probably a good natured 
rivalry yeah. if there is one. But uh, the fact that they both drop on the same day is just not. I can't. I can't ignore it. Uh, but the Alchemist record is so very different and so very wonderful and bizarre, and uh, takes me back to like 1980. synthesizer kind of joints going on um and it's, it looks like it's a collaboration with this clothing line born and raised uh which is which is kind of interesting ah okay yeah well and and it's so much shorter right like this is Very i mean short. it's yeah. a it, in some ways like it's a tone poem like yeah. about la in 84 if right it feels like because it has like it, it it samples reagan it talks mm -hmm. about the olympics coming mm -hmm. to los angeles right it in some ways like it does harken back to like that time of of pop synth certainly although you know there's i mean there's fire on here there's there's like deep break beats and and everything like that but this is you know comparatively like this is yeah they drop on the same day but i i think alchemist and and, and madlib alluded to this madlib's about to drop a record a month he says right and you feel like alchemist wow. has you know crates like that just like you know because this this whole record is you know it's 10 minutes or something like that the alchemist That's crazy record, you know but i love that i love that he's then just you know it's just like a little a little treat a little you know yeah. a little little blessing you know what i mean yeah well um, what a great time i mean like what a perfect time to be a beat maker right I mean, yeah. what a perfect, you're not having the tour. You're not doing studio sessions with all types of people. You could be uh, in the lab. That's the thing, and, man. And, like, and it's an inspiration. And I, I think it's similar for the cloth that we come from as writers and makers too. Like it, it is like, just stay in the lab, just stay in the lab, cooking up stuff and making contributions. So no, I, they, they gifted us, man. I'm, I'm loving, I'm loving this. I'm loving these two releases. I'm loving that I'm going to get to spend months on months just listening to them over and over again yeah no absolutely man yeah well this is the same old new school i am one of your hosts kevin coble i'm idris goodwin and i am coming to you from colorado uh, and much like illinois we uh, have legalized recreational marijuana a booming booming field a booming industry that uh, many famous many many famous and non-famous people have stepped into that arena and uh, you know coming in coming in recently kind of late but uh, nonetheless is uh jay-z jigga man sean carter uh has well, his own line yeah called monogram right which is <laughs> Which of course can't make this stuff up. Yeah, I know. It's like it's like like he's about to name it. Like monocle is going to be the like his glasses line. Like any like you know. But that's one of the things that you that I that I really appreciate about Jay is like he stays he stays signifying right. He stays oh, yeah. flipping. He stays oh, yeah. and he you know just, he's you know there, there's there's a brilliance there. I, I think one of the one of the things that that came out in the last few weeks is that he has created a ten million dollar startup fund to encourage you know minority owned cannabis businesses and so this is a startup fund to get folks into the business and you know i think it's like yet another reason why jay is a business man you man. know what i mean like he is yeah he he just he stays he stays innovating in some ways like there is no more of an american story than jay-z you know there's no more of a heroic you know capitalist story like he is the the industrial baron of of like our time but with culture i mean but he he's all about the value that we have and that we've been and by we i mean like you know hip-hop generation people of color you know 
the sort of, you know, this, this era and just has seen the way that we've been, you know, ignored, ripped off, underappreciated, and now is in a position to rewrite the rules, really. I mean, that that's really what it is. And I think sometimes people get it twisted a little bit. And he's been he's been the unpopular voice a lot of times in some of these situations with, you know, what he was trying to do with the NFL and things like that. It's like, you know, he's trying to but then you look at some of the work he's done with Meek Mill and prison reform and all that. You know, he's trying to get in there. He's trying to really get in there and oh, institutional re- systemic change. I mean, yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah. you can make you know severe critiques of his Absolutely. politics. You sure. can make severe critiques of his of his person. Yeah. Um, but but I but I do think that there is a long term strategy here. And and to your point, I think that Jay Z is someone who you know if if. You know, I, I say industrial baron because you know people have exploited the labor of of the working class, um, or people have um, exploited the earth for its natural resources in order to make millions and billions. Jay Z has done something where he has essentially taken you know a natural resource, the the cultural expression of people, of a people, of himself, and turned it into a billion dollar industry. Mm. Um, and and I think that is a a change in. Like a, a, a um, you know, traditionally it is the exploitation of that labor, and of course you can make a, an argument, and I'm sure many people do, especially you know you could probably talk to like you know Beanie Siegel or whoever is like upset with Jay Z at the moment in terms of like the exploitation of of a labor source. Yeah. Um, but but you know Jay. But Beans made millions. Dame made millions. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But I continue to, one, I think Jay is an incredibly gifted artist, but I also think he's obviously an ingenious business mind. And he came in the game with that because he was already there in the streets. He's he's gone from a drug dealer now to somebody who is creating more minority-owned space in a legalized drug in the space. And, and, And I think that that... That's significant. That's just, you know, I mean, think about how many people are incarcerated over, you know, petty, you know, herb charges. Exactly. No, that's exactly right, man. And and have been left out of the the legal cannabis business. I mean, you know, it was yet again another another field, you know, so many fields. I mean, come on, man. Like, I'm not, you know, again, like so many things, hip hop didn't invent marijuana, hip hop didn't invent drug culture, but come on, man, like post Dre, post the chronic, like we, we brought weed into like, you know, on on MTV, yeah, Cypress Hill, Dre and Snoop. I mean, it goes on red meth, you know. I mean, did you did you have a Philly Blunt T-shirt at one point? Of course, yeah, I, yeah, that's what I'm right. saying. White Owls, Dutch Master. I didn't know what those things were. Red Man has a song called How to Roll a Blunt. Yeah, so, yeah, it's just like making sure we get, you know, we get uh, some cash in that. So the question is, is Kevin, is, you know, when do we want to put in our application for the same old new school uh, oh. strain? You know, and uh, and get that running. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, we have to talk to Vocalo Radio. I feel like they might have a thing or two to say about it. But I will say, you know, a sun spliff, a sun spliff. You know what I mean? Is I mean, you know, these things market themselves. You feel me? You know what I'm yeah, saying? That's what it's I'm like saying. like the way to start your day, like rise with suns. You feel you know what me? Saying? Like, sun, yeah, yo, you won't shine unless the suns shine for you. Something like that. Yeah, you know, we'll work on it. But yeah, no, I I think that that will be, yeah. Uh, well, fantastic. Well, hey, we'll, we will continue to watch uh, Jay Z and uh, and see, you know, if Memphis Bleak and and uh, you know uh, Just Blaze and 
all the other all the other proteges um you know get their own strains if the beyonce the beyonce like the honey strain you know right, the yeah. beehive strain uh it's very exciting very exciting very no exciting. it is man is it, yeah just blaze doesn't have to change anything he just hello. comes out yeah hello because you just blaze okay too soon um, don't care not ashamed yeah, man. Uh, uh this has been the same old new school always a pleasure kevin Koval. i am idris goodwin shout out super producer justin mayer Shout out Vocalo Radio. Y'all stay in tune with us. Uh, consider hollering us on Instagram. We are same old new school on IG. Let us know what you want us to be talking about. 